What up party people, happy Sunday. It is a fantastic day out here in Santa Monica, California. It is a damn good day to have a damn good day. And so we wanted to change it up a bit. Typically for the Len Jones Party of Two podcast, we bring on high performing entrepreneurs, whether that be online marketers, startup CEOs, or people just doing super cool stuff like moving to Guatemala at 22 years old and starting a business and you know raising wild tigers or just doing something epic that makes us realize that it's so possible to live an awesome life and so we wanted to we got some people asking us like jones you should do your own episode where we just ask questions so that's kind of where this episode came at came into play this whole idea of ask me anything so for the today's episode i put on my instagram basically ask me anything any questions whether it be funny real raw whatever ask me anything and uh, a bunch of people responded so in the future, if you do want to ever ask a question, follow the Jones on Instagram at Len Jones, L-E-N-J-O-N-E-S-S, Len Jones, and we'll go from there. So with me, joining me on today's episode is our producer, Skyler from Sky Films Media. Skyler, how you doing, homie? Doing good, Jones. Thanks for having me here today. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate everything you do for this episode. Skyler's the man, the myth behind all the production of the Len Jones Party of Two podcast, and dude, I'm stoked to do this episode with you. Let's get it. So... First user submitted question is from at Adam made by Adams. Shout out my brother. He wants to know what's the best way to take the first step in a new project or idea. I would say you have to immediately find someone who's doing it to the peak of their ability right now. So find one to three people right now that are doing what exactly what you want to do. So whether it be like becoming like a video producer or a graphic designer or an online marketer, I would find the three people that you strive so much to be like the three people at the top of the mountain. And I would do everything in my power to watch videos from them, learn from them. And if you can meet up with them, that's as simple as, Hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. I really like what you're doing. I would love to an opportunity to buy you lunch. It's worth giving it a shot because what's going to happen is you're going to learn so much things that are going to a save you a ton of time money and brain power i know we asked that question basically like what i do on this podcast like learning how to get to the mountain as fast as possible without having to take all of the fails on the way so i would learn what they did and what they recommend you do to accelerate your growth and also when you surround yourself with the top of the best of the best you're going to get the best of the best content like don't settle for someone that doesn't really know what they're doing just because it's safer i would go all in find the best person in your field doing it and learn from them build a relationship and just like go all in i like that our next question submitted by at chris besman he wants to know what is the origin of the jones big shout out chris bezzy the origin of the jones um the jones so i had a good buddy named al stapera back in Uh, high school he actually passed away he was a wild wild child one of the funniest people i've ever met in my life and al one day after a few brewskis uh we're at a party together and this is like junior like end of like early like freshman or sophomore year of high school and he just looked at me and he goes len jones and i was like what did you just say he said len jones i was like wait what like the jones and i just knew from that day that that was who i am i know that's a ridiculous story it's true i was like len jones that's hilarious and to this day anytime i ever say that i just smile it just brings me so much happiness and like goofiness and like fulfillment like len jones just the concept of like you get your name named 
by a parent just blows my mind. Like a, a, a human has another power to name you for the rest of your life. Like, first of all, that's a big decision. So any parents that name their kids some stupid shit <laughs> that's going to literally set them up for a life of mockery, shame on you. Okay. Number two, it's also unique because you get to name yourself anything. You can create your own identity. With that said, I think that it's so empowering for anybody to be able to create their own name, right? Like, why do we have to only use the name that our parents gave us? Like, if everyone kind of created their own name or their own alter ego, I think they'd just be a lot happier. I think it's like stepping into your power. It's like it's like putting a name on, like, who you really are. For me, the Jones, that's who I really am. Like, Len Jones, like, yeah. Like, I just feel like that's my essence. That's, like, who I am as a person. Yeah, in the weirdest way, Lens Jones is so fitting for you. I, I don't know how to make sense of it, but it just works perfect. This is the Jones lifestyle. It's just a good thing. Good, it's, you know, we, a lot of good things to be grateful for. And we are grateful. Our next user-submitted question is from Sophie Sehaluoma. Shout out, Sophie. Shout out, Sophie. She wants to know, what's your spirit animal, Jones? Um, probably like a big cat, like a jaguar. Yeah. They're just so savage. They hunt at night. They're super intelligent. They're so badass looking. I yeah, jaguar. I just think cats are so amazing. Like people like downplay cats, and a they never had a cool cat. And I seriously think that's like like I love dogs. I love all animals, right? But dogs are so easy to love because they're just so affectionate. They're your best friends and everything. But if you have a cool cat, then you like cats. You're a great example. Like, you don't like cats until this one cat won you over recently, and now you, like, have a house cat, kind of. I, I like the cats now. They're just so intelligent and smart and funny and cool. And, like, if you have a cool cat, like, that cat's going to make you geek out, smile. They're, what, like, they're so intelligent. Like, they poop in a litter. You know what I'm saying? Like They're very got, clean. Yeah, they're very clean. The, the low maintenance, too. Lo, low maintenance. I like outdoor cats, though, versus indoor cats. Hunters, natural hunters. Yeah, like all of my cats back in New York Badass. are all, all hunters. Like they need to be able to go out at any time. Yeah, it puts them at risk to like get picked off by like a hawk or an eagle. But you know what? Like that cat needs to live. Like that cat needs to go out. And I just think it's so – like one time I woke up and there was a dead squirrel on my bed. And at first obviously it was disgusting and I was like, that that's so gross. But that my cat was right there just meowing. And I was like, dude savage what a homie what a homie play that he just went out and fed me after i fed him for years that's so cool like you ever think about that dogs i never thought of it that way that's that's a great way to put it he's just like trying when, to feed you when my dog riley like because he just like my dog riley's amazing right such a good dog um but he's he's a hunter like he's a hunter by nature like he will like he will kill small animals squirrels rodents all those things they're all they're they're dead but he doesn't run up and give it to me. My cats kill it and always come up and like present it to me. Yeah. They they take pride in their kill. Squad. Yeah, they're trying to feed the feed the feed the tribe. Right. But dogs are I mean dogs are great. I can't wait to have dogs. That's like the only reason I ever want to settle down. Animals. You know, animals. animals. Yeah. Not not just like and family, right? But like settling down, I think of like animals in like a six hundred gallon fish tank. <laughs> I love fish, bro. But yeah, you do like the fish tanks when you're really into that. I like love that. it. So sick. You create your own ecosystem. Insane. 
Saltwater saltwater aquariums are insane. All right, l- let's move on to the next question from Sophie. And, you know, I think this one's this one's pretty good, too. I'm kind of interested myself. Can you define Jonesin? <laughs> well, well, we actually looked up Jones or something in, like, Google, and it was, like, a verb, and it was the sentence was used, like, Chris is Jonesin for some Coke. So... <laughs> I'm not going to use that example. I would define Jonesen as a mindset of enjoying the very little things in life to the most of your ability. Like I get geek out and get stoked over some very small, relatively in in like non-valuable things in life. Like number one, going to the bathroom. Like, wow, amazing. What an awesome experience. Like, whew feeling good afterwards enjoy it that's something every day you get to do and you got to enjoy it a succulent right you look at a little succulent like you look at it's like just how gorgeous that plant is and like you just like really look at it and like nature created that and it's so pretty like just enjoying like nature enjoying the little things enjoying the taste of like spinach to the best of your ability like enjoying your food like enjoying your friends enjoying your job like just really enjoying your commute. I think Jonesin is just a state of pure happiness, like with everything you do, just enjoying it and appreciating it because like life comes and goes so quick and we're so caught up all the time. And I'm guilty of this myself and always wanting to get to another level. And we're always like stressed. I'm always stressed out a lot of times thinking like, I'm not where I want to be. Like, I want to get to this. I want to get this podcast to like the moon. I want to, you know, help Trueface become a billion dollar company. I want to, you know, build a huge, huge network marketing empire. Like there's so many things I want to do in life. I want to build like a something like a concept. I want to get big in climate change, like for conservation. And and I want to do something that's like truly impacts the world. Like, because then I start thinking like how crappy, like when you know that you're, it's capable of you achieving really, really big things. Then you get into this this new world where you're like, oh, shit, like every minute that I'm not achieving big things, I'm thinking like, damn, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I could be doing something so much more productive. I, where did this co- question start? I'm totally jonesing right. You got me jonesing right now. OK, man. so we're talking about jonesing. Yeah. So it's just enjoying life. Like if you follow me on um, Instagram, it's just like capturing that moment where you're just like, oh. Like, it's a, it's a good day. Like, you get some good vibes. You get some, like, Jay-Z on or some, like, Bob Marley on. And you just, like, vibe to the music. You're just, like, feeling real good. Like, Jones. Like, uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Uh. Just, uh. just Jones it. Yeah, just Jones it. Just Jones all day. Live the Jones life. Just Jones out. Len Jones. Party of two. All right. Our next question is from at It's Gabriella Maria. Shout out Gabby. We Shout used to out work Gabby. together. It's been a long time. She wants to know, what's your favorite place that you've lived or visited thus far and why? Lived? Medellin, Colombia. Um, no, that's visited. I've lived in Colombia, but like, I don't think it was my favorite place. It was just an amazing, amazing experience. I think the favorite place I've ever lived is probably Santa Monica right now. I love Santa Monica. It's so amazing. But in terms of like world travel, I'd say Colombia. Colombia was sweet. Your dollar goes so far in Colombia. Like, it's insane. No scuba diving out there, though, Jones. Yeah, that's the only reason, like, they don't have the ocean, and that blows. And, like, you know, I don't really speak good Spanish, so that's, like, terrible as well, right? Like, if you can't if you can't speak the language, you're not going to truly immerse. But what I loved about Colombia was it was so beautiful. 
there was all these new fruits and like vegetables that I just like loved. I think the people in general were really nice. Like you had to communicate through like smiling a lot, which I loved. In El Poblado where I stayed, there was a really big expat community. So people from like all over the world, France, Italy, Germany, wherever, a lot of world travelers and like that whole digital nomad thing is like really big out there. So it was really, really cool. And plus your dollar just goes so far. I mean, I was spending like $1,700 a month on hate street, which is like a total deal, like under rent control, like boom, like smashed it in San Francisco for a bedroom inside a two bedroom apartment, which is still so expensive. I was living in like a 17th floor penthouse for like $400 a month in Columbia, like sick. There was like these like rainbow macaws that would fly like across from our balcony. It was so dope, like overlooking the whole city, like, oh, great way to wake up. I had a personal masseuse come to my house and give me a full body massage for $15 US. I just think that that's a secret to, to happiness. People just need to get more massages. All right. This next question is from at PM Steez. Shout out. Shout out our homie. And he wants to know, are plain Janes the answer to happiness? What is what is a plain Jane? I like when uh, I think of Jane, I think Mary Jane, I think we. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So not we don't get too judgmental around here, but to break it down, basically, if if you were rating a girl on a on a number scale, a plain Jane would fall right in in between a five or six somewhere along those lines. <laughs> what a re- so I um I mean I I would consider myself like a five or a six. Like thank God I have like a f- fantastic mane right here. Cause like it definitely increases my, increases my number. But, uh, so I don't judge. I think just intellectually is if it stimulates me, there's such an ample amount of, of tens out there. But like, if you can't even fulfill a conversation, like you just like, you just mentally die. So I personally find just intelligence so sexy. So five or six, hell yeah, man. I take a five or six. Who's awesome and amazing and fantastic any day. But the fact is, is like all of those attributes make them a 10. And it goes to show, like, I don't believe in the whole soulmate thing. Like, I don't think, like, there's someone out there that's a soulmate for me. No Jonesette for you. I just don't think there's a soulmate thing. I just don't believe that thing. I just think that there's, like, hundreds of girls that I'm compatible with out there. I truly think. It's just a matter of connection and, like, timing and the people that come into your life and who you get to spend the time with and, like, fully love and enjoy and stuff. But I just don't believe in the soulmate thing. You're a stand-up guy, Jones. All right, our next user-submitted question is from the one and only Dan Hunt. Shout out. Dan wants to know, what's your guiding philosophy in life in less than 20 words? Less than 20 words? I'd say enjoy every single day because it is a damn good day. And love your friends. Love your friends. That's it. Simply put, I like that. Love your friends. It doesn't need to be complex. Your friends are everything. If you don't have good friends, like life's so much less fun. Have you ever thought about that? Like people like anyone I talked to in college, they always speak how awesome it was to like live amongst a bunch of their friends. And I think that when people move out and move into like homes and like start their lives and like start families, like they almost miss being around like all those friends. I think that the people that have a lot of friends and like invest in their friends, but you got to be a good friend to have good friends. It's the best feeling ever because like what's the point of getting to the top of the mountain like even financially or like success wise if you have no friends like oh like sick dude you got like a dope pool but you got no homies to enjoy the pool with like come out like 
just friends make everything so much better. Like I love my friends. Like and they, you know, if you're a homie, you know, you know, it's good vibes. All right, our next user submitted question is from at Chris Kringle forty two. Shout out Chris. Now he wants to know: Is it better to love or be loved? Um, selfishly, be loved. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, I mean, like you could love someone, and it's like that sucks. Like if you love someone, they don't love you back. Oh, it could drive you crazy. Yeah, like that's like love is like what drives humans to think so irrationally. It's kind of like I feel like I can give my friends the best relationship advice, but when I, I can't have it apply to me. <laughs> As is with everybody, I feel like. Like yeah, you you want you want a good advice? I got you, homie. But like I don't practice what I preach. Like you know. Yeah. Like thoughts and emotions like just screw up the mind make us make stupid decisions make us think so illogical but to be loved it's the greatest feeling ever like i'm so thankful for like my parents my friends like people that like unconditionally love you that's sick like if you lost like if i lost every penny tomorrow and i was like on the street like i know i'd have like 50 homes i could stay in you know what i mean like until i get back up like just being loved by people that love you for who you are versus what you are is more important. Are you a lover, Jones? I'm a total lover. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. I'm affectionate, Jones. I love it. Yeah, I love making food. I'm. A, I'm all about the good vibes. I like cooking for my friends, for lovely people. Boom. Food equals love. You think? I think food is like the answer to a lot of hap- like. <sighs> food is amazing. Like the fact that people don't spend more time learning how to cook it blows my mind. You spend so much of your life cooking. So why are you going to like, and plus, if you eat out all the time, you're going to have no money. <laughs> yeah. It's too expensive. But if you can make bomb food, plus, if you want to eat healthy, you almost have to cook at home like a lot, in my opinion, without spending every penny you have. Because even Whole Foods is expensive, but going to dinner every day, that's expensive. All right. Our next question Another one from Dan Hunt. He's he's asking the asking the questions that matter here. He he wants to know what's the bigger risk for humanity? Climate change or weaponized AI? I'd say weaponized AI for sure. Because climate change, at least we're gonna see it coming. I think like I don't think just like overnight a flood's gonna come in and wipe us all out. I think it's gonna be like a steady, steady, like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh, you know what I mean? Like we're at least gonna see it like boom, 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 boom. And we're gonna have time to respond and at least make moves towards fixing the whole problem with that said climate change is one of the biggest issues facing our our society right now and i respect everybody that's like making that their mission big shout out to daniela fernandez she was on the podcast she started the soa sustainable ocean alliance which is the largest youth-led ocean group in the world she's spoken at the united nations and also just started the ocean solutions accelerator which invests startup funds and seed stage companies for tackling ocean problems which is just really cool but weaponized ai that's, that's terrifying. I mean, just look at the Elon Musk podcast with Joe Rogan. Like, it scares him. I mean, just the idea that, like, AI is so unregulated, it can make its own decisions. Like, imagine, like, we we start, you know, in the future, there's, like, drones, like, that, like, are sent out to, like, with guns on them, right? And then imagine AI takes over those drones and just goes and starts wiping people out. Like, that's, that's so scary. Weaponized AI, like, scares me so much. Like, a robot coming down the street and just, like, causing havoc or, like... Or like a robot infiltrating the government and like launching nukes. Like, oh my God. Let's not put any ideas out there. All right. This next user submitted question is from Chris Stone Delizio. Shout out. 
He wants to know, is it a damn good day to have a damn good day, Jones? Oh, hell yeah. It is a damn good day to have a damn good day. I mean, I don't, I mean, again, it's a mindset. You got to enjoy life. Enjoy the moment. Like, even tell yourself that. Like, next time someone says, how are you? Respond, living the dream. Living the dream. You go order a smoothie. Hey, how are you? Living the dream. They're going to look at you and just smile like, what? You don't hear that enough. But like you got to understand like you're living like living the dream like start manifesting your life like life's great like you're it could be so much worse number one like your situation right now could be so much worse than it is. So if you start convincing yourself you're living the dream your just life gets so much better. So if you're like you know in the morning you're like damn it's a damn good day to have a damn good day put on some music feel some vibes wake up wake up to some like tea pain. I'm like stuck in like a tea pain throwback like my whole life wake up to some tea pain and just get those vibes going you know what I'm saying like. <laughs> That's do a good do you think when people say, oh, I'm good, do you, and they're not really good, do you think that's harmful to do? What do you mean? Like, say I'm good? Say, hey, how are you doing? And the person's just like, I'm good. Most people say that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I just think that every time you put something out into the world that's not, like, creating your future, it's not good. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just, you're just good? Right. Like, I'm great. I'm feeling great. And if you're not doing good, be like, yeah, no, terrible, terrible. <laughs> but have a smile while you say it. I mean, I don't know. Just, just get over things quicker, yeah. right? If you're real, if if gratitude is the key to what I, I'm, I'm 26 years old. I'm learning as I go. But from all the successful people I've spoken to, gratitude is the foundation. If you appreciate things in your life and are grateful for all of the things in your life, it helps you get over the negative craziness of life. Because life's freaking crazy. Like tomorrow, your best friend could get cancer, or like something terrible can happen. And sometimes people don't like me saying that, but it's the truth. Like, life is crazy. Like, if we weren't educated enough to, like, evolve and build grocery st- st- grocery stores where we could buy food and vehicles to travel and we don't have to worry about a pterodactyl coming and just wiping us out, like, we would literally, like, be eaten by lions and bears. Like, remember that. Next time you're like, wow, life's tough. Like, yeah, it is tough. No, Yeah, you have anxiety. Yeah, no you're literally living on a floating rock in the middle of nowhere where no one knows where we come from. You should have anxiety. It's normal. Understand it's normal. Enjoy what you got with the time you got it. Because guess what? You don't have another choice. You don't have another choice. Like, oh, you're, you're, you're sad? Well, guess what? Like, this is your only life, bro. Like, until unless you can figure out how to clone yourself, like, figure it out. It could be worse. I like that hand motion you had going, Jones. Maybe play that one back. Daniela was on, um, not Daniela, um, someone on our podcast said, it gets to be you. Daniela, Danielle Delgado, she says, it gets to be you. Wake up in the morning and say, it gets to be me. Because guess what? Like a million, like a staggering amount of people die every day. And you didn't. All right. Our next user submitted question is from at Patagonia. He wants to know the million dollar question. What is the Jones's best hangover cure? <laughs> um i would say uh i don't i i would like your feedback from the listeners because i don't really have a great cure okay being straight up um i think over the past three years hangovers have become so absolutely miserable like i hate it like i'll drink like five to six drinks in a night and like i'm having a hangover like like five ipas like shit like (laughs) i used to be able to smash that you know and now i can't i just like my body just it's like it feels like poison First, and the last time it just felt like a nuisance. Now it feels like I'm poisoning my body. And I think that's because I live such a healthy lifestyle. Back to the question, best hangover cure, drinking water while you're drinking. 
that's what I found to work best. So if you order a drink, order a water at the same time and just chug water as you're drinking. I think that's going to like it helps so much with your hangover. I think I think eating food before you start drinking is good, but eating food after is not. Get a base layer. I do believe in the base, yeah, yeah. cuz you're still at least not consuming more and more food. Your right. body is starting to purify and detox. But yeah, in the morning it's just like I wake up at like 6 and I'm just like a zombie and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> like a walking dead and I'm, i go to the bat <laughs> i go to the bathroom and then i go and drink a big cup of water and I go back to bed and i do that again at 8 a.m and then by 10 a.m I'm, I'm typically pretty good yeah all right our last user submitted question it's been a fun one all right our last one is how do you maintain that mane jones <laughs> like my hair yeah that hair uh, i don't cut it <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I don't really wash my hair a lot. Like, I don't know if that's like disgusting, but when I wash my hair, it gets super frizzy and like, like crazy. Um, so like I wash my hair like once every week and a half maybe. And like, I like finding that fine line between like clean hair and grease, like right in the middle, you know, cause if it's too greasy, it's like disgusting. What are you doing, bro? But I just like, you know, I just let it rage. I, I rock the corn husk very different than the man bun. Man bun is just not not me. The corn husk is very simple ergonomically. You just, you know, take your hair, bun it up once, and then you just pull the hair through, and it's a corn husk. And if you look at the ergonomics right there, you can see where it's a straight husk. So we rock the corn husk. Is that a trademark you came up with, or do you see other people rocking the corn husk? I definitely, I mean, I've never heard anyone say that before, so I just, I think that's a Jones thing. That's Jonesin. I've never heard anyone say I mean, it's just the corn husk. It's just... Corn, like the man bun is like it's like 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 when someone says I'm vegan because they're such extremists vegans it's I think sometimes it's like a negative connotation but like there's nothing bad about being a vegan having a man bun there's nothing bad about having a man bun but I think having a man bun is like in society it's like oh bro you got a man bun bro like I got the corn husk nah dude I rock the corn husk and it's husking season and I'm sitting here looking fine <laughs> All right, Jones, that, that, that was our last question. I think that wraps up this segment. All right, guys, been real. If you guys enjoy this session, let us know. It'll be a fun little trial episode. And until next time, let's have a good one. Peace. Peace.